Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. We have an award show, another Shattered Dreams production, the GM in a sinful relationship, and where is Braun? It's Raw After Balls right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hurry up and get in the closet, she said. Don't you make a sound or some shit is going down. Why don't I just go out the window? Yes, except for one thing we own a fear. There's a whole episode tonight. Just <laughs> trapped in the closet. Kurt Angle, it's trapped in the closet, y'all. <laughs> we don't know what's happening, but it's coming out next week. Yeah, we'll know next week. And I know no one agreed that we should do Trapped in the Closet by R. Kelly to kick off the show, and I think it was the perfect decision by me, in my humble opinion. It feels right. It does. All 33 chapters. Let's do it. We're going we're gonna to nail it down. Let's there do a go. marathon. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know you're Just into keep it. Keep it running. Yes, yes. Welcome to the next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Raw After Show and After Buzz TV. We got the new squad in the house. This is historic, almost as much as calling it Great Balls of Fire. So let's get into it. I'm at Jay Quasto. Johnny LaQuasta here with you. The lady to my left. You see her here every single week. You can find her on Marvel Movie News. You can find her on Screen Junkies. You can find her on Twitter at Marquia McCarty, because she's Marquia McCarty. Yes, that's right. Oh, I love that intro. Feeling it. What's (laughs) happening? Yes, Raw After Balls. Raw After Balls it is. Raw After Balls. Hashtag Raw After Balls. Hashtag Raw After Balls. We should have counted how many times we say that this this episode. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so... One of these gentlemen you are very, very familiar with. The other, you might be a little bit. And so let's get to the intros. That man right there, you've seen him on Comedy Central. He's a director at Second City. He's also working on a short film with the great Rocky Romero that I'm very grateful to be in. <laughs> Find him on Twitter at Mark Warzeka. He's Mark Warzeka. Of all the nights to start, the Raw After Balls is magical. I know. It's so good to be here. It's amazing. (laughs) And that man right there, he is a former Hollywood Heritage Champion and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, a professional wrestler of over eight years. He's worked for Raw, for SmackDown, for NXT, for many other promotions. Find him on Twitter at TrueHobo. He is the hobo. You know, I, I sound pretty ridiculous sometimes, but I've got the knowledge to back up sounding the way that I do. I, I'm out of my mind, and I sound like it, but it's all sane. It's all coming from a place of deep, a deep well of knowledge. No one's accusing you of sounding strange. <laughs> People no do. One. I got a guy. I did the after show last night for Great Balls of Fire. Uh, great Balls. But this is my raw balls after balls. This are is... particularly raw, right. because I did it then, I'm doing it now. <laughs> so this is raw somebody, after balls. Somebody comments on, on the YouTube, they say, you sound like Dr. Teeth from The Muppets. I'm like... I get that a lot. I don't know why. Sure. Well, part of it was the fact that your teeth used to not be as fixed as they are now, yeah. and I think that just changes the way the esophagus works. That's just my guess. No, no. Know. It was a bike accident when I was a kid. I caught the handlebars right across, of course, my trachea paralyzed the vocal cord. Oh, and the uh, larynx oh, wow. had an issue. Yeah, I've sounded like this since from about eight years old on. Wow. So yeah. life has never been easy for you. Never. Was that in the railroad tracks as well? No, that was that was a pothole on the street. Didn't live in a good part of town, Hoboken, New Jersey. Not the nicest place in the world. 
world, not the nicest roads in the world, had a bike, broke the bike, crushed my larynx. You know, it's a, it was a good childhood. I yeah. don't regret anything. But you know what? You persevered. I did. I've been a champion. And here you are. everywhere. It's Raw After Balls. Raw After Balls. Well, don't you worry about what anyone says about your voice, because I got your back. Mark's got your back. Marquia's got your back. I got your back. Yeah, we'll take them all. And you know who else has your back? The man on the ones and twos, Mark B. Donica. I've got your back, hobo. We got three Marks in the house? This is insane. There's a lot (laughs) of Marks. Almost smart. Almost smart, (laughs) Marquia. There's a lot of them, as a matter of fact. Well, first off, before we get into Raw, overall thoughts on Great Balls. Fire. I gotta be honest, I enjoyed the heck out of it. I had to watch it very, very late at night. We had a championship wrestling taping, and I didn't get home till like midnight-ish. But I thought it was fantastic. I'll, you know, start to finish, I thought it was a really good show. Yeah, I, I thought mean, they I just, really hit it with that inaugural, you know? I mean, they it wasn't bad blood. It was Great Balls of Fire. They lit so. the balls on fire. A, attempted murder on the first Great Balls of Fire. I mean, you're gonna... Yeah. Memorable, right? Right. Yes. Memorable. There was bad blood wow. at Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> Low expectation yields great results. Nobody thought this was gonna be a good deal. Great Balls of Fire, everybody was laughing their pants off at this. They delivered. They thought themselves this is this is stupid this is a stupid name right lean into it own the stupid name and deliver and they, they did. did it they, they did it, did. it was if, if even with the, with the t-shirts and with the emblem for it it was it was two balls <laughs> yeah. on fire it was not subtle no it no. was not subtle it was very apparent yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. jerry lee lewis would be very proud Maybe he's still, he's still alive. alive. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's still alive. Why, why I'm sure he's thrilled about it. I'm not why trying to kill Jerry Lee Lewis. I just I didn't know for sure, and so I'm glad that maybe he enjoyed it last night. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm sure he enjoyed it. I'm sure he enjoyed it the first time when he wrote the song about loving his cousin. You know, yeah, well, cousin well, loving yields some great things sometimes. That was an unholy wait, reunion there. Wait, what? Union, That's what that song's about? Jerry Lee Lewis, well, he no. married He married a cousin. Goodness oh. gracious. He married a 13-year-old cousin. Wow. Let's not get a 13-year-old cousin. He's so. from the <laughs> South. It's a little bit different. Yeah, hey, already um, Hubbo's delivering the knowledge for me. So. <laughs> That's true. I've been around. There you go. <laughs> the more you know. Where's the rainbow? Give me a rainbow. Ding, ding, ding. All I can imagine is the kids in high school. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna get us some alcohol. We're gonna figure this out." And just like bandaging your face up and sending you in the store. Yeah. I'm a grown man. (laughs) I'll I'll buy him a nice IPA, and then all the kids will be real mad at me. We can't drink this. Good, give me. I'll go on my way. Made a few dollars, bought him some good beer. They don't appreciate it. It's my beer now. It's not illegal. It's a lesson in life. No one can't say you don't have a plan. That's That's for sure. That's right. I am am the dog chasing cars. As far as Great Balls of Fire goes, I actually was excited about the card. How could you go wrong with Joe versus Lesnar? That was as good as advertised. And also, Roman versus Braun. These two have a chemistry. I don't care what you feel about Roman Reigns. It can't be denied. These two are incredible together. And then, of course, Enzo and Kaz... I thought the way Cass just systematically destroyed Enzo, it was the right thing. I, th- I thought it was the way it should have been. You know, like that's that's what would happen if a seven footer goes up against a five foot seven <laughs> guy who's half his weight. Poor Enzo. Everybody is wondering where Strowman was tonight. What about Enzo? But we may never see him again. I don't know. What do you think, yeah. Hobo? It was it was heartbreaking to see. It and was the, the promo that Enzo was able to cut before Oof, that. Match. So oh, good. Man. Enzo is 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 completely 
completely aware of the the spot that he holds in that company and his lack of ability. He knows that if he if he can't string together at least a couple of wins here, he's going to be out of a job. And so that was his plea to the audience last night before that match. He was pleading with them, please, please believe in me. Please come with me. I really need you for this one. And they, they came with him. They love him. Yeah. You can't help but love him. What an underdog. Maybe yeah. Enzo can manage uh, Big Show since Big Show and Cass started a a few tonight oh, on Raw, right? I mean, the yeah. Big Show could be his rebound relationship because yeah. he's heartbroken. He likes, yeah, yeah. That, he's heartbroken after match, the Big Cass breakup. Yeah, that match for me uh, between Big Cass and Enzo was kind of like you know your incredible Hulk uh, fists that you have okay. and any it, the, your Hulk hands, and then like having mm-hmm. a little troll doll, and then just <laughs> seeing what happens. That was that entire match for me. Yeah, poor Enzo. And, and also, yeah. look, Enzo can be a manager for many years to come for multiple different people. So. I, you're right. He had his moment before the match, and then Cass destroyed him. And also, um, as a physical therapist, if you're double-jointed, don't do what Alexa Bliss did. <laughs> don't. It made everyone feel uncomfortable. I don't know how it made her arm feel, but not a good move. Yeah. Brilliant, though. She she did it before, but it was a, it was more subtle. And people were like, oh, did she mean to do that? Was that an accident? Is she injured? And then last night, she answered the question in perpetuity. I can do this. And I can hear you. Uh, she's, uh, look, I, I love it. I would have preferred to see something that crazy at like a really big pay-per-view. Mm. Instead it, of a it made great balls even greater. That's true. It was the inaugural event. Yeah. Have to bring it. So this was the Raw after balls. <laughs> and yes. we have to get right. into it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the aforementioned Big Cass, he hits the ring to kick off the show. How you doing, he says. He shows highlights of everything he did to Enzo last night. He said, but no one is allowed to get on the bandwagon now. He's going to be the universal champion, the face of the WWE, and nobody can look him in the eyes. For everyone who says that Big Cass looks like he can't figure out what to say next, I thought this was actually really solid for him. Hobo, you don't agree? No, you, no I, I'm disagreeing with the disagreeers. Oh, there you go. In NXT, we saw him on his own. There was a time when he could not come out with Enzo Amore. Enzo broke his foot. They were still a team. There wasn't a split, but he had to go on his own. He was forced then to find himself. So we knew, thus on the NXT team, we knew what he was capable of. No, he goes out there. He knows exactly what he's doing. He can talk on that mic, and he can kick people in the face. He's very good at both of them. But the the whole problem with this thing is Nobody wants to hear a guy gloat about kicking his best friend's ass, especially when you side with the other party. It's like a divorce. You know, you you don't want to see the other spouse, but if they gloat about it, well, then you, you want to see him in a coffin. Marquia? Okay. <laughs> uh, I thought that this was absolutely perfect. I mean, the way that this felt, the flavor of it was spot on basically. This is the big cast that I want especially that this split is happening. And then what are they going to do about those Funko Pop exclusive? <laughs> those are coming out in August. Well, I'll tell those you what. Oh, that's going to be sad. It, it's a good thing that family <laughs> went with them to uh, Universal Studios before the breakup. Otherwise oh. it would have been really awkward. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. No, but um, I, I was... I, I didn't know Big Cass as well from NXT, so I was, uh, I won't say delightfully surprised because I've seen bits of this as it's gone on with Raw, but it was just, it was so well done. Mm. It was so spot on that it felt like this is the way that it's been the entire time. And I think that's the biggest compliment that I can say for this promo. Mm. There you go. Yeah. And Big Cass said nobody can look him in the eyes, but Warzeka, your boy, 
the big show, the new conscience of the WWE. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to be the conscience yeah. at all times. I guess so. He <laughs> it's the rest of the big show. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this whole segment. I agree with you guys. I thought Cass was really good. Really good solo. I liked that his promo was fairly short as far as Raw opening segments go. Right. Short and sweet. He hit his points. I love him moving on past Enzo quickly. Bring out the big show. This is a great role for big show, I think, to, to be there as a, a big veteran to put Cass over eventually in this feud and and let him level up. I liked it. I liked the whole thing. I thought it was a good start to the show. You feel like Enzo and him are already just kaputs? Oh, I think they're yeah. Wow. I think that's it. That's I think fast. yeah. You I think that was a squash yesterday. Bad. Yeah. Oh my God! You don't come back from a beating <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that. What what's Enzo got? He got a big show headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a special favor. <laughs> Next up for Enzo might be two hundred five live. <laughs> I mean, actually, you you might be right. Yeah. I mean. He does fit the mold, and I don't know. What else is he going to Or maybe legitimately manager be a mouthpiece for some of these other guys that Cass is going to feud with? I mean, maybe he is in Big Show's corner at, at, for part of this feud. But I think I think this is not going to be a long feud with Enzo and Cass. I think they blew it off last night, squashed him, and Cass is moving on. Wow. That's surprising, but I see your point. Maybe the GM of 205 Live. Is there one? I don't but, think there is. I don't think oh. they're... Well, I guess there could be. Right? Potentially <laughs> there could be. Just put yeah. it out there. There's a GM of NXT, and that's an hour show. 205's an hour show, so hey. all right. Yeah. Okay. okay, I guess it could, could work. Could create the position mm-hmm. for him. That mm-hmm. could work. Yep. So Big Show attacks. Cass runs away. Up next, Elias Sampson wants to sing everybody a song about Finn Balor. No one ever lets him finish a song, and I'd be interested to know if he ever writes a finish to a song, because we never hear it. Yeah, I, I feel like he's a professional. He's got a full <laughs> song, you know. He's prepared for everybody to walk that journey with Elias. How long are these songs that he's writing? Who knows? They could be seventeen minutes long. They could he be could be writing "Stairway to Heaven" every time, and he never gets to finish it. Yeah, <laughs> he should post all the completed ones online. He should. That's a good. That's point. the best way to do it. Just put it up. Make let people buy it. Put it on the YouTube. Let the market decide. I'm Elias Sampson. <laughs> Please visit my SoundCloud. And- yeah, yeah. Go to MySpace. MySpace is for music, so they say. Yeah. Maybe Elias Sampson should have a MySpace. Mm-hmm. You could download this song for 99 cents off iTunes. Thank you. That'd be great. Yeah. Was it just me, or was uh, Texas kind of on board with it this time? Yeah, a little bit. We got a soft spot for a man on a guitar, so why not? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So Finn Balor interrupts and they have a match. And, you know, Elias Sampson has been, I think, impressive. I mean, I thought this match, he was in control for most of it. Of course, Finn ends up getting the best of him with the coup de grace. But I don't know. I mean, I think Elias, it's safe to say him on the main roster, way more successful than what we saw in NXT. I can't, well, I can't disagree. Yeah. He could barely string together two wins. It was he just could not find himself in NXT. But obviously, they saw something in him up on the main roster that they figured they could do something with. So they I called mean, him up before he was able to arguably have any success. I mean, just looking at him, he looks like a star, Mark. I mean, the guy's huge. Yeah, so yeah. What, I'll admit I did not see him much in NXT. But wasn't he the drifter? Didn't he like wander yes. around the yes. arena and stuff? Yeah. And that's what he first did on Raw. Yeah. But now he's fo- now he's found where to go. <laughs> he's just in the middle of the ring and everything. So but, they. Kind 
kind of went away from the drifter. They drifted away from the drifter gimmick, I guess, I mean, right? He still no, is. no, they were still put. They were still referencing that on commentary. Michael Cole was okay, telling okay. a story of how he, he has still... a, a scar on his elbow. Elias mm-hmm. Sampson does, and he got it from a bar fight when he was hitchhiking uh, to see a Clapton show. I think it was. Whoa! <laughs> so <laughs> he's still he's backstory. still the drifter. He's still he's still got those stories and that background, yeah. and it, it works in his favor. I mean, if you fight on the streets, you're going to be able to fight in the ring. Mm. You just have to be aware of the rules. That Me, personally, I like rules. I fight on the street, and that's that's a little bit harder because hey, you can get stabbed right. for yeah. anything. There's no rules in the streets. Right, but yeah. in the ring there are rules, and I like the fact that I know somebody's not going to pull a sharpened toothbrush out and try and disembowel me over, you know, trying to just get some That money. was one mm-hmm. time, Hobo. Yeah. One time. She already have. apologized for I it. I apologized so many times, Johnny. Yeah. It was in the studio. Like, that's uncalled for. I was really hoping you guys would bring this I up. I was way not prepared. I know. And I didn't realize it was you from behind. Yeah. And it <laughs> looks like a C-section scar now. It's weird. <laughs> Anyways, as Finn Balor leaves the ring, the Hardys show up, and they say they're not going anywhere and get interrupted. Actually, we'll let them enjoy the music for a couple seconds. Too late. I put it out. Okay. <laughs> well, they get interrupted by... Gallows and Anderson say, what do they say? They, they're not the good, the, the Hardy Boys of old. They're the old Hardy Boys. Yeah, harsh. Yeah. Uh, that's call, harsh. Calls them nerds. Yeah, that's, old that's nerds. Harsh. He called them nerds. It's like, come on, it's wrestling. We're all here for wrestling, and now there's, I'm, I'm a nerd. Like, yes, we're all nerds. <laughs> but, I'm not a nerd. But first things first, we all know that. We all know that. I don't know if anything has happened with the legal issue with Anthem or something, but this was by far the most broken hearty references we have ever seen. Now, I don't know if this yeah. is something they were supposed to not do on live television. We They, they talked about uh, fading away, being obsolete. Um, we may be a little bit broken. Yeah. I forget what other terminology they used, but it was a lot, and it was heavy, and it was amazing, but I'm like, ooh. This has got to be it. This has got to be them going to the broken gimmick. Between them using all that language and then getting squashed by two other teams back-to-back on the roster, this has got to be... They must have gotten the rights to it. It's, it's got to be... Because this is similar to what happened in TNA. Or they might the, just be calling Anthem's bluff and be like, yeah, just do what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. you going to do? Yeah, but yeah. they're just like, sue us. <laughs> Seriously. We'll settle. It's worth it. Like, the Hardys have already made... They, I mean, in three months, they've already done so many big numbers that it's, it's already it's worth it. Yeah, you know, and and I don't know. I just loved it. Every every reference they threw out there, I was like, oh my god, this is happening. Okay. If this isn't mm. happening, stop teasing me. I can't stand the teasing. <laughs> was a big I tease. want it already. I love the Break. audience was on board. They were like, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> yeah. It was really great. <laughs> and anyway, so yeah, Gallows and Anderson come down, and they had they, the match didn't even last very long, and next thing you know, bam, magic killer for the win, and Jeff does not come back in to make the save in time. So big mm-hmm. win for Gallows and Anderson, which they desperately needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. I can't remember the last time they won something. No. It's been a little bit. So the question is, yeah, what other teams could challenge Sheamus and Cesaro right now on the Raw roster? Hmm. Either one of those teams now, but maybe the Revival. But the Hardys are the only face team. Not like it matters anymore, but... 
What other face tag teams are there? There's none. I and think yeah. people like Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah. Sure. In, in yeah. contrast to the Revival. The Revival, especially tonight, they came in, blew past Gallows and Anderson, mm-hmm. and just decided to clean the bones of the Hardys. Mm. They didn't even want the guys who won. They wanted the guys who lost. That's how low the Revival is. They've always been like that. They'll take cheap shots at a man who's down on the floor than take a swing at somebody standing. And they did that tonight. They're garbage. They're mm-hmm. the worst kind of humans. Right. But, but it works them. for them, and that's the problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Though they win. Sure. They still manage to win because there's there are no depths that they will not sink to. So do you Nothing think, is out of bounds. Do you think that the Revival are the next team to put the Hardys down to get them even further, closer to being broken? That would make sense, wouldn't it, Mark? Yeah. I mean, but that, it may have already happened tonight. Like, that might have been it, right? Mm. I feel I mean, like it's, it's a quick broke. Marquia, wouldn't want to see it, like, a little bit more drawn out, I, like some more brokenness. I want an epic journey. I want there it you to go. be... Combine two words. Like, yeah, I want it to be, you know, like, think like Homeward Bound when you have the three <laughs> animals. And Are you combining that to a yellow lab? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I love it. Make, make the dog play the piano. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> was it a yellow lab? Or, I think it, it, just, it just goes to the point. I, I, I think one was a colleague? No. Oh, wait, no, I'm, I'm, I had a colleague no, as a no, kid. No, 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 it was a yellow lab, a Siamese, a Siamese and a, a boxer. And a boxer, yeah. there we go. But yeah, let's say the boxer in the lab. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they go through this whole journey. There's this whole part where they're, they're even fall into a trap and oh, they're broken, they're hurt. There's nothing that can be Chance. done. Chance. There's nothing that can be done yeah. except they pull themselves up by their own paws. <laughs> <laughs> they do yes. that. And then we feel it and we've earned it and we want that and they make it home. And that's what I want with this. And I don't get that in one episode. I get that at SummerSlam. That's when I want it. And I want it to be this huge reveal. And it's like they can't help themselves. And they come out and they're broken. And that's how I want it. What if they lose to the Colognes? That's as low as they could go. That's That's got to break them. If they brought the Colognes over to Raw and beat them. (laughs) I think the Colognes only got three legs. So they're not even in the race. And they show up for a timeshare. And then it's not even available. (laughs) That's what really breaks them. They get scammed on a Puerto Rican timeshare. By the way, I just need to give props. I when you started this whole homeward bound thing, I was like, she's not gonna pull this off. I'll be damned if you didn't pull that off. I was there hundred percent all the way. Yeah. All the way. I remember I, I remember the movie kinda, uh, but I don't really remember all the animals. I thought there was a yellow lab involved. Maybe that was old yeller. I don't remember. You know who did the voice? Huh. Donna Michi. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I know things. Donna Michi, Michael J. Fox, and the cat was uh, uh, uh was it Sally Field? Yeah, it was Sally Field. Sally Field. Wow. Sally Field. See? Of course it was Sally Field. There you go. Wait, what year yeah. was Homeward Bound? 94. Ninety, oh, 90s, I should know that. Darn. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Just, it was all the drugs. It's okay. We forgive I you. Disappointed you? <laughs> All right, guys, we have an award show. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. And met, uh, Mecha Baloney, uh, dogs rule, cats drool. <laughs> there it yes. is. Mecha Bologna. That's Mecha a pretty great Bologna. name. The chat is with you. Man. That's a pretty great name. Uh, Sam Green says, I thought Shadow was a golden retriever. It might be. It was a yellow okay. dog. It was a yellow, I don't know. Yeah, um, yellow dog, yellow floppy ears, whatever. No. Disappointed! <laughs> right. Thanks, Kevin. I apologize. Kevin. It's an award show, y'all. The Mizzies giving out three awards. is the shortest award show in the history of award shows, but nonetheless. Uh, best Supporting Performances of Actors, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel. Uh, most Beautiful Woman, Maurice. And, of course, the Best Leading Man, 
The Miz. Uh, no upsets there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping yeah. for another woman. Another woman just to spice it up a little bit. No, he's not yeah. a dummy. <laughs> yeah, were there other nominees? I'm not aware of the other nominees, but there must have been some, yeah, right? Who, who was who was uh, voting? Who's on the voting committee for this? I really don't know. I you mean, just get to win. I guess they should have had Steve Harvey announce it. It would have been different answers altogether. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I will mm-hmm. say I enjoyed Bo Dallas's acceptance speech. I like that. I like his look. The look that they have going on for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that you two know I'm extremely biased for any of the the IRS projects. Yes, you are. So, oh. <laughs> so yes, you, that's just that's just gotcha. happen. She so loves that Bo- Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. She, she loves that Bo Dallas looks like the roadie for the Mysteraj. Yeah, no, he does. He does. Well, I liked it. I liked it a bit better when he was a bit more swamper. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. Whether it's a bar's no-throw-up policy or a barista who's just too friendly or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye-rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach Too Sandy. Rat and a little bit less um, <laughs> hipster motorcycle bar. Sure. Well, he's, he's the but one who's Supplies, you know. supplies the drugs, and then Axel handles all the money. You know, you gotta have a whole crew. Well, and Axel go. does the taxes, apparently. Yeah, Ooh. I didn't know that he, was even in his wheelhouse. He's so not good the, for you. He's not the yeah. axe man. He's a tax man now. <laughs> And it just works out. So anyways, uh, he mentions that Seth Rollins is worthless. He doesn't like Ambrose, and Ambrose doesn't deserve anything else. Ambrose comes down. I love this. Ambrose doesn't say a word. Just attacks the Miz. They all start beating him up. Rollins makes the save. And, uh, you know, brief shield reunion in this moment. Extremely brief. Yeah. And two out of three. But two out of three ain't bad. It was so short, the only music that could be gone was Sierra Hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh. Really dumb, specific Constant. joke. Thank you for the pity laughs. Yeah, I, no, wish... I got it. You I have to explain it. the jokes Shield. to make them really work. I will say this. The jokes that I don't get from Donaga, I still know are very good jokes. Well, that's terrific. So I appreciate <laughs> them. I just wish I would get them. That's all right. Now, I know who Sierra is. I don't know the song Hotel. Is it not called Hotel? Does anybody want to break it to him? What he doesn't get? No, I don't know. I don't. You're a father. I know you don't know this song at all. I do not know. (laughs) Maybe you should just play the play the song for him. I cannot. Um, Mark, whenever you get here, here we go. Sierra Hotel. This. Oh. Oh, Oh, really? Now Now I get it. We still love it. Sometimes you're just too smart for your own good. Yeah. Yeah. The first part of the shield. Yes. (laughs) I mean, you're both so pretty. Yeah. We keep you around for the looks. Well, I led led Mark into that because I said Sierra the singer, and that's what I was thinking of immediately. I was was like, maybe she's got a song called Hotel? (laughs) Good stuff, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Super (laughs) soft. So after the commercial break, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins really enjoyed this segment. To where Rollins said, you know, I was just trying to help out. Ambrose is like, I don't trust you. I don't like your face. Stay away from my face. We're not friends. We're not the shield. I'm out. That's how this should have gone, in my opinion. Rollins is toxic. 
Yeah. I, I don't I don't believe this good guy thing for a second. All of the blood he shed, he is not he's not anywhere near close to the good guy he's pretending to be. Well you don't trust him? No, I trust Dean Ambrose. Well, you, you Dean Ambrose lays it all on the line. Mm-hmm. Mark, you would trust Rollins? No, I wouldn't trust Rollins either. Eventually yeah. he's gonna churn on Dean Ambrose and like, hurt and break his heart like Cass did the Enzo. So yeah, so <laughs> of course. So then this no, you're backstage right. the you're segment right. is you're right. like, yeah, but no, what, but, Ambrose is uh, but well, jump- I love Dean Ambrose. He's awesome. But he said he made this bold statement, but then jumping ahead just for a second to the end of the show, he did come out and help him again. So what is what are we supposed to think? Yeah. Ambrose is emotionally torn. Well, he wants to make sure that Rollins, he doesn't owe Rollins anything. Maybe ah. He came out to settle the score so that he doesn't have to come back later and say, hey, I saved you, You now you owe me something. Now get out of my yeah. face. Yeah, now it's yeah. like, we're even. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is interesting because a lot of people feel this way. And then we saw in the main event, too, where is Seth Rollins right now? No one has any idea. This is a guy who needs to be broken worse than the Hardys, I think. (laughs) Really. It's a very confusing time. It's time time to freshen up that character. But what? I mean, he already had just an amazing run, Mm -hmm. you know, with the authority that you you couldn't really ask for it to be any better than it was. Mm. So what do you do now? He doesn't ever seem to pay for the things he's done. You know, he never takes ownership like a man, in my opinion. Mm. All the crap he's pulled, he ought to—he should begin every promo by saying, Yeah, I know it's coming from me, but... That's how every promo should start, because you shouldn't believe anything he says. He's, yeah. he's the architect. He's the one who pulled the trigger. He's the bad guy. He's the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. So maybe he should either... Decide to stop trying to fool everybody because you're not fooling anybody, or just lean into it and be a man and take your licks and stop thinking that you're the best cat on the block because maybe there's a lot you of cats, that hot. a lot of yeah. other cats out there. Hmm. Anyone else? Yeah, well, um, I don't, I honestly don't know what they could do with Rollins right now. I mean, yeah, it was a super solid run, and uh. And actually, I'll be completely honest, with everything else that happened uh, with Great Balls of Fire and then with tonight's Raw, I'm okay with Rollins taking a kind of backseat while they discover what they want to do with him. And, you know, also keeping in mind, let's think of the weeks like leading up to Extreme Rules, they always had him out there. It was like him, it was Bray Wyatt, it was, you know, it was that Fatal Five, and it was just like... I've seen a lot of him. I have. And now I'm happy to see Bray Wyatt, uh, you know, winning. That's great. Yeah, winning two nights and in a row. fun with it. Yeah. So, Don't forget, when Rollins was the authority, we had the, that run where every single Raw was opened up by 15 minutes of the authority. Yeah. <laughs> so well. here we go. It's, yeah. it's okay for him to take kind of a back seat now for them to reevaluate what they want to do and let other people shine. It was interesting when they said the word S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion, even though he was saying there's not going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion because <laughs> these three guys are all on the same brand right now. you got to think at some point, even for just a match, they're going to put these guys together. But I don't expect a long run. But at some point, you got to think they're going to go for it. Even for one night only, it would manage to fall apart. Mm, yeah. Mm. I think if you actually took Finn Balor and Seth Rollins and did a switcheroo and put them with each other's, in each other's places, I think it would be great, actually. Mm-hmm. I think Seth Rollins and Samson would do all right, and I think Balor and Wyatt is, is made for money. You would think that eventually was going to happen, but the one thing about this is, okay, if Seth Rollins is kind of in a lost situation, well, at least Bray Wyatt is finally 
getting the steam that we've mm-hmm. all been waiting for. I mean, two yes. victories in a row. Waiting for forever. Yeah. Yeah. It sort of, he lost so much on pay-per-view that it became a thing that people just knew about him, right? It's like, he never wins, <laughs> Bray Wyatt ever. loses. Yeah. And it was really hurting his character, I think. Oh. So these yeah. two back-to-back in an opener and then in a main event. <laughs> two nights in a row. It's still good, two good wins for him. It certainly is. After that, Sasha and Bayley in a tag team match taking on Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. And uh, this match, it was fun. It had a decent amount of length, I guess. And Bailey ends up winning with the roll-up on Alexa Bliss. So Alexa Bliss has really become the champion who never, ever, ever wins, but still has a title. Yeah, but for her character, mm-hmm. it works. She's smart. She's mm-hmm. like a, a mm-hmm. rat. It's, yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. actually. She won Alexa Bliss last night, won with a countout. She lost. Mm. She lost the match, <laughs> kept the title, because she don't care. That's yeah. just the kind of champion that she is. She doesn't mind that it's it's her belt in name only, that she actually doesn't, can't win a match to actually retain the belt, uh, but it's still hers. She doesn't care. It's still in her possession. I mean, I feel like eventually, I'm not going to compare her to Shawn Michaels or anything, but <laughs> this, this the, the Nia Jax-Alexa Bliss thing, it's it's reminiscent of Shawn Michaels and Diesel. To where, no, Shawn Michaels could win matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Alexa, she's very small in stature, but with how devious she is, she's pulling her arms out of joints yes. to get the advantage. Like, right. she's willing to do whatever it takes, and that's something that's really impressive. Like, the way she screams at referees, she does a lot of these subtleties to where you could tell, like, how much she learned over the past like three years yeah agreed she came a long way she's a great character now I really enjoy her on the show yeah I enjoyed that moment where she's uh, running full tilt at Bailey in the corner and then she just stops and slaps her (laughs) yeah that's That's, great heel stuff yeah that's that's great heel stuff that's the sort of stuff we saw from Alexa Bliss down in NXT granted she didn't hold the, the championship in NXT but you could tell when she was in that ring she was 100% committed to the goal and the goal was to eke out of victory not a solid win never a solid win but win by any means necessary Yeah, and that is what she's brought here small in stature but big in brain Mm-hmm. indeed yeah. So moving on, that was the only uh, female segment of the night. Afterwards, we have a Shattered Dreams production. Tonight's going to be the sequel. We have a Reservoir Dogs quote. That didn't have a sequel. No, it did not. No. no that would have <laughs> been tough to, Yeah, yeah it would be <laughs> tough to do. That would be really tough like, to how, do. How would you do that? Who's left alive? Yeah. <laughs> Are just a whole new Mr. Spoiler Wins. alert. They all die, everybody. Uh, oh, <laughs> no, that was just like, what, 92? And I know that because of Shattered Dreams production. How about, <laughs> how about Ghost Reservoir Dogs? Yes. All right. Yeah, all right. to Ghost Dog. Yeah, yeah. Right. or Ghost Dad, starring a new lead. For that's it. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with the old one? Um, he's he's not. Uh, he's not. No, he's not looking. I don't think he really. Yeah, okay. Works yeah. Okay. Our, okay. Our demographic. Anything right now? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like anyways. half of the demographic, I don't think he works for. Mm-hmm. 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 Or more than half. Yeah, maybe more. More than half. <laughs> all of the demographic. Let's just say all. All the demographic. All of it. <laughs> For once, hobo speechless. Anyways, <laughs> we have the we have Goldust taking on our truth, and wow, Goldust! Last time he was very underhanded in this match. Well, in the sequel, Goldust gets the win. I was really looking forward to these two having a pay per view match, but this might be similar to Enzo and Casting. Is this just going to end quickly, Marquis? I don't know. I know they've been doing this for a little bit now, actually, with uh, Shattered Dreams. We didn't get a, an R Truth. Uh, 
uh, you tell the truth productions i forget the name of his uh, yeah, yeah. because you know well gold dust because classic gold dust and we've got shattered dreams it's difficult for me to remember our truth segments yeah. but i know that we didn't get one tonight but it feels like when they first did this like with raw i remember i was just like why gold dust why <laughs> and now there was you know this is a nice payoff that they've had with it i'm I'm still okay with them doing it a couple of more times, mm -hmm. but I want them to figure out a different way to go about this now. You know, if they're going to continue on this strain, then just give it to me in a different way. What do you mean no more Shattered Dreams uh, No, 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 videos? no. We keep those. Yeah, we got to keep we those. Get, we keep the Shattered Dreams productions. We got to keep those. But I mean, what just about like the, the R-Truth segments where he quotes uh, action movies from the 70s? That, that was fun. Those could stay, too. Those, those, those could stay, too. But we didn't get one tonight, which is why I can't remember well, the he, last Well, I think one, they're called obviously. Not Cheddared Dreams Production. Yeah. <laughs> Reassembled well, Dreams and then, Production. And then keeping in mind, we didn't have a Raw last week, and then I was gone the week before that. Uh, I can't remember the but, name. But, you know, I was a little thrown that this match was... I was a little thrown that this mm. match was sort of just thrown out there tonight. I was surprised that it was there. Because oh. oh. the, the videos have been so effective. Mm. And I wonder why this wasn't um, uh, a more featured match. It was sort of just happening all of a sudden. Because um, I've enjoyed the, the build and the videos are really a blast. Oh, yeah. They've also done some things with social media. Like on uh, R-Truth's Twitter, he's like, I'm going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just says that. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, got, he's got these little minuets that he does. So. The, the very first night when Goldust attacked him, a couple hours later, I remember he sent a, tw a tweet out strictly to Goldust. It just said, you better not let me see your ass. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm kind of bummed he hasn't quoted Dolomite yet, but then again, I don't think he can quote Dolomite because mm. there's too many cuss words. Yeah. Well, you know, Brock Lesnar is setting a president tonight, so yeah. you never know. Yeah, that was something, huh? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I felt really... Oh, well, I, we're going to talk about that part, but I felt really anxiety when uh, they were in the ring and then they were, you know, giving their all and everything. And it was like, Brock, I was like, Brock, you know that you know this is all part of it, right? You know this is all part of it. Don't snap, dude. Don't snap. Now is not the time. Because all I could see is just him being like, you know what? <laughs> oh, Felt snap. down. Oh, snap. <laughs> Felt down and then just, just on felt. Joe. Mm -hmm. Oh, because he's he's kind of like that that pit bull that you see, and it's like it's such a sweet pit bull. But then you wonder, you wonder one day. There's nothing sweet about Brock Lesnar. No, and no. nobody in he's that like ring shark, was sweet. Not even Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is arguably the sweetest one, and he is just noted for being sour as hell. I mm. wasn't calling Brock Lesnar sweet. I was saying that sweet pit bull that you see in life in general. But because pit bulls get a certain reputation that you always wonder. But Brock Lesnar deserves the reputation that he has. Mm -hmm. But I meant like today's the day, not just for, you know, wrestling, that today's the day that he would snap. Just and in life. U UFC <laughs> would come into yeah. that ring. Yeah. And that's what I thought was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there like, oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. Lesnar's right. a Rottweiler on a leash and Heyman's holding it. The question is, how tight is Heyman's grip? That's it, always the question. And is the leash going to break? Yeah. Will it be a broken leash? <laughs> broken leash productions. That's it. Uh, so backstage, Kurt Angle is on the phone. He's very concerned. And Corey Graves walked up to him. He said, hey, you got the text I got, right? And he's like, oh, I'm going to lose my family over this. Next week, I have to go public. And Graves, it was very strange in how Graves delivered it, almost as if he's like a soothsayer or or like he I don't know he says I have all the confidence in the world everything will be just fine 
and Angle looked very sweaty and nervous, Mark. Mm. I love that next week he has to go to public with it. Like, there's not a... Like, there's no way... Somebody has to tell Kurt about Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> there's ways you could go public, Peach. There's no real reason given except for it has to happen next this, week during Raw that I would go whole, public with this. This whole thing, I love the fact that it's been a little bit drawn out, but wow, is it weird. Angle's been GM for essentially three months, and already he's caught up in some kind of weird triangle. Yeah. A love triangle with him and Corey Graves and somebody that he loves on right. the phone. And, and maybe it's Corey as well. I don't know. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's got genuine intrigue, which yeah. is not something we've had as of late. So to, to have genuine intrigue kind of draws you in. You're like, what is it that I don't know? Because they tell you everything. Sure. They literally, they're, they're not a moment goes by that they aren't trying to feed you some kind of information. So the fact that you don't know something actually stands out. Well, there's someone in chat role saying that it's Dixie. I, no, it's not going to be Dixie. You know, you know what? I, I hope that they just bring Dixie by next week to promote the WWE 24. And it ha just so that she's there for a night. And it has nothing to do with the announcement. Now, wasn't that airing tonight, though, Mark? Or? Yeah, it airs tonight, but just to be like, hey, thanks again for having me in for your special that aired on the WWE Network. Oh, no problem. It's just happy to see you again. All right, see you around. Sure, maybe. I mean, another thing that this might be way off, but Stephanie? I don't want it to be Stephanie. Mm. I don't want it to be Stephanie. We don't need to go down that route. Don't do it. We don't need it. Um, and then, plus, Kurt is doing just fine, you know, in GM. Yes, we can have Kamish come in, you know, throw her weight around a little bit, and that would be great. But I don't want it to be because of a love triangle thing. I don't well, want... What do you I think it want, is? He I said, I love you. If it's Stephanie, does it mean he loves Stephanie? He secretly has loved Stephanie. Love uh, triangle between Kurt, Stephanie, and Triple H. Mm, How about I that? I don't want it. Don't want it. I'm not here for it. I mean, every, everybody's <laughs> jumping to the most extreme conclusion. It's love triangle. I, I don't. I, I don't think that's it. But he talked about losing his family over this, and then we'll get to what happens at the end of the episode. It certainly feels like there is some kind of things going on that would not be approved of by his family, as well as the general public. Who oh was he gosh. talking Trash to? TV. Uh, if it wasn't Dixie. Claire Lynch? Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be Claire oh, Lynch. no, wait. What? No, <laughs> you, you suddenly remembered Claire Lynch. I think I remember her. Was she the Daniel Bryan one? No. No, who she was? She was uh, TNA. She was the AJ Styles one. AJ Styles, one. I'm pregnant Claire one. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Who was the Daniel Bryan one? The one that who... lasted like one week. Yes. I can't remember her name, but it was like a masseuse or something, right? That lasted like a week. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Oh, Claire Lynch, that was I'm rough. I'm listeners though, yeah. At that moment, that was the moment where you could see in AJ Styles' eyes, I gotta get out of here. I gotta <laughs> There's, there's got to be more for me somewhere. Yeah, there's more than this. I, how how fast can I get to Japan, please? Wow, what I can't believe you remember her name. I'm really so proud of you for that. The high TNA <laughs> reference there. Woo! Tazawa and Cedric Alexander taking on Noam Dar and Neville. Now uh, this kind of um, a, a, not a repeat. It's almost the opposite of what happened last night. Uh, this time, Tazawa gets Neville hung up to dry and then hits that massive senton, which is super fun. He gets the win. So it looks like Tazawa's chances are still going to continue, Mr. Hobo. And uh, and uh, Darren Alexander still seem to have kind of a, a hot issue. Whatever yeah, oh, the, I quit match tomorrow night, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's tomorrow. 205 Live. Wow. 
That'll be wild. Um, I'll predict it now. Noam Dar will quit. <laughs> <laughs> you you just do, do not believe in him. I don't. At least he's going to quit for him, bro. Or something like that. Something's going to happen on that, you know, on that route. And, and, and it's fine. It's working for him. This character, this like weaselly little character is like, yes, I, I stunned by my woman. I can't do the accent. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's not going to win. <laughs> he's not going to win that match. They must have something in mind that's going to involve Alicia. Why would they book this particular stipulation of an I quit match? Sort of a weird choice for a cruiserweight uh, stipulation, right? You'd think it would go. Because I quit match, you think more grounded, grueling, brutal. Uh, rather than, you know, cruiserweight stipulation, you might think Ultimate X match, something that yeah. they can flip around more, right? So they've got to have something in mind storyline wise that I bet is going to involve uh, I mean, Alicia. You would think, I mean, there's only a couple storylines happening right now on 205 Live. Obviously, uh, Brian Kendrick is now kind of going after uh, Jack Gallagher. Mm. Um, unfortunately, Aries uh, left this past week. Yeah. Wow. So, um, quit or was fired? Question mark? We're not really sure. I don't uh, think. He seems perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, more power to him if yeah. that was the decision he made. Uh, but yeah, 205 Live, we all want to see it. We want to go up here. I yeah. think the no quit or the I quit match actually favors Dar. Dar is more mm. technically sound. He's a ground guy. He's a, a British wrestler. British yep. wrestlers mm-hmm. know how to manipulate body parts better than your average wrestler. I think this actually is in his favor, and he has the better chance of winning. Mm-hmm. That's that's my analysis. There you go. Well, time to get to the main event. Seth Rollins taking on Bray Wyatt. But first things first, Rollins has something to say backstage. He's going to show that Bray Wyatt's a coward, and he's going to show that last night meant nothing. But then, derp. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray Wyatt says, how dare you defy me? I'm everywhere, Seth. I'm everything. So go on, Kingslayer. I promise that you'll never deny me. I'm coughing. <laughs> I promise you'll never deny me again. You will burn. I'm here. And that leads into our main event, y'all. Take it away, Mark. If I had a lighter, I would have lit it just then for you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I was hurting. Uh, we talked a little bit about this before, but it was it's, it was odd to see this be the opening match of the pay-per-view yesterday, and then the main event, the rematch of the main event of Raw tonight. They got to go a little longer tonight. It was a better match tonight. And as we said, great that Bray could win two in a row. Good. Yeah. Hopefully they're going get to get him rolling. Yeah. I think it's always kind of yeah. felt like that character's not quite yet fulfilled its awesome potential. And so I, I hope that uh, Bray's going to be on the right track here because uh, I think there's so much more that could be done with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been squandering his potential mm-hmm. like forever. I mean, right after they had uh, Undertaker lose to uh, Brock Lesnar and then um, Bray Wyatt went up against Undertaker and was like, oh, okay, great because then they're going to set up Bray as the next, you this know. This is the time. This is the time. Yeah. This is great. This works out really well and Undertaker won't look bad because, you know, could still be hurt from Lesnar. Da, 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 da. And no... No, they, <laughs> Great. no, they didn't. Great comment yeah. from Tim Smith in chat roll. Bray won twice. <laughs> Bray won twice. It's t- in two nights. It's a summer miracle. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Rollins and Wyatt feels right because I I feel like they're they're two creatures with the same the same driving force inside of them. They want control, and I think Wyatt is is better at. At being honest and open about his desire for complete control and dominance over everything. Mm-hmm. But Rollins isn't. So this is a case of one guy not being honest and the other guy who is honest being 
just that much better because he's honest about how bad he really is. So he'll take cheap shots. He'll go to the eye. Tonight he was a headbutt to the already injured orbital. Mm-hmm. And it was it was a smart move. It wasn't dirty tonight. That's that's clean pool still. I mean, yeah. You can headbutt a man in the face. That's it's, I mean, it ain't great, but hey, it's clean enough. And it's possible that one of the dreadlocks got inside of his eye as well. Which Absolutely. technically that's part of your body. You could use it. His shirt's got a big squid on it. He looks like a big squid with all them dreadlocks. He kind of does. Yeah. And he gets the win with the sister Abigail. So <clears throat> we mentioned earlier, if anything, this is elevating Bray Wyatt mm. with Seth Rollins. Who knows? And then it's not over because after that, Bray Wyatt disappears. But the Miz Taraj shows up. They attack. But Dean Ambrose comes down. He has a change of heart. Saves everyone with the chair. Just nailing Miz with the chair. Yes. They run for the hills. And two-thirds of the shields are in the ring. <laughs> I think that when Bray rolled under the <laughs> ring during that video, the, the Bray video that they played, I think when they came back live, there was a kid in the front row going, he rolled under the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I've, seen, I've seen what happens in real life. <laughs> That's now. all that happened. That's it. He, he didn't look, really he disappear. He, he wasn't there. The fact <laughs> of the matter is he wasn't in the ring when the Miztourage came. Yeah. He had to know. He had to have a tip-off. And that means he had to okay it. He had to agree to this happening. Because you know when he's in the ring, that's his ring. None of those guys can step to him. They can try, but none of them can. Or he just so wanted to they leave. they must have talked to him. No, he's, when does he leave like that? Uh, yeah, good point. Right. Maybe, maybe his brother told him. <laughs> his brother's <laughs> hey. in the... <laughs> I mean, they, they, they might have talked yeah, about it at breakfast this morning. Family breakfast. Happened. So, uh, insider information kind yeah. of a thing. Could the Wyatt... Could Wyatt be part of the Miz now is the question no, I'm asking. No, no, they've already got Oh, it. absolutely no. not. But no, never, never <laughs> say never. Wiz no, Taraj. <laughs> no, they've already got one. They're fine. They're fine. They they don't need... Bray Wyatt is good standing alone unless they want to put a family around him, do something Maybe like that. Maybe he's got that. a new yeah. family. And I they're mean, successful. And their society's gold standard. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to fit in and take over is by putting a facade, a nice clean facade on everything, but inside it's still all rotten. Yeah. Well, as eventful as Raw was. Yes. That's not the end. (laughs) The final. We thought it was over. And we're also not done even after this. We gotta talk about the big announcement, but Kurt Angle is on the phone. He says, neither one of us has anything to be ashamed of, and I hope you feel the same way about me. Whatever happens, happens. Let's tell the world next week. I love you. Wow, I love you. Yeah. Maybe it's Vince. Maybe they were talking during those 11 years. Could be. (laughs) Maybe maybe. they were having an affair. Maybe maybe it's Shane. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe it's Shane. There's no knowns and there's no unknowns. We know what we don't know. We don't know who he's talking to. I know who it is. It's Daniel Bryan. The two GMs of SmackDown and Raw, and they love each other. They both desperately want to wrestle again, but they can't. But they can't. And so they bond over that. They do. They train together. You see like a, a... slow-mo training montage of the yeah. two of them and it's like epic and beautiful yes and there's yeah I, I can't even argue against it that's just perfect as we listen to Trap in the Closet but we did skip over this because I want to save this to the very end so Kurt Angle brings out Brock Lesnar and they have plenty to say Roman Reigns interrupts him 
<laughs> and says oh, he wants to be word. number one contender to right. where Brock Lesnar says a word that had to be bleeped out. Justifiably so. Mm-hmm. Before we get to the fact Samoa Joe hits the ring. Or now. Mm-hmm. You give me the logic, because I don't see it. Roman Reigns loses the ambulance match. Loses. And then attempts murder with an ambulance. Right. <laughs> flees the scene of a crime. An additional <laughs> felony. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think I'm the only one here that was on board with this Roman Reigns. I was no, like, no, no, no. I am too. But as soon as he comes to the ring and starts backpedaling like crazy going, uh, oh, that, that thing, well, you guys did it. It's, it's no worse than any of you guys did oh, during the attitude like, area. Instead of era. owning it, yeah. like being yeah. the big dog. Be a, be a man about it mm-hmm. and say, yeah, I did it. That's what I'm willing to do. And I'm willing to do worse to get a title shot, so you might as well just give it to me. That would have made more sense than what he I did. I would have loved that. He should have said, I it's my yard, that. and I can kill people in my yard if I want to. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> my yard means it's my property. Oh. I own you. <laughs> right. I just, But I don't think an ambulance is part of the yard. <laughs> And that's why it's illegal. But for him to come down less yeah. than 24 hours later, even character-wise, and yeah. have the gall to be like, I should be number one contender. You know how I lost last night? Well, now I should be number one. What? And also Joe, like, and I love Joe, oh, and God. I thought they had a cool match. But Joe was like, hey, you didn't you didn't uh, uh, beat me. You escaped from me. He said to Lesnar, it's like, no, he beat you, dude. He hit you with his finishing move, the F5, and he pinned you. Nothing suspicious happened. Heyman didn't yeah. interfere. He just beat you. But at the same time, <laughs> Joe was in control for 85% of that match, and I want to see it again because they yes. the, just the fact that Joe attacked to start before it even the bell even rang and wow it was just physical it's like watching this match is like a dream match to call like I'm, and I thought the announcers did a great job the commentators that's like the kind of dream match you can call because you these guys are legitimately there's no yeah, you yeah. don't got to worry about story fantastic. yeah you don't got to advertise anything you're just <laughs> calling what you're seeing and oh my god I was like salivating it was so good yeah yeah it was good. short it, it, which is fine uh, for yeah. their first match but when they eventually rematch because I, I agree I'd love to see it again too ultimately uh, I hope they can even go longer you know yeah. it'd be yes. fun to kind of blow that match out absolutely a little bit. and you kind of you kind of wanted it tonight you kind of did when you, you saw Brock and he was just like it was a a thin tether. A thin tether was keeping him off of just jumping on Samoa Joe. Yeah. But it was felt like for realsies. Yeah. So I think when, it he grabbed, when he grabbed that mic, like from Paul Heyman, I was just like, oh my God, he's yeah. speaking. This is happening. <laughs> You know, like, the, Joe wasn't the original plan for that match, too, right? There was an injury, and then Joe ended up going in, and it's and we forget now because Joe did such an awesome yeah. job in the build to that match and fit so perfectly that we were finally going to get that, this dream match between them. So credit to Joe for just, like, killing it the last, like, five, six weeks, when right? When Joe Month. speaks... You believe him. Yes. Yes. He speaks from the heart, even tonight. He was the one with all of the knowledge, putting it together. He was the only only honest person in that ring, really. Right. Well, here's the thing. It's like Joe's a perfect example of all the guys who have come in after being elsewhere for most of their careers or all their careers. Every one of them have knocked it out of the park because they've been waiting for this opportunity. Anyone who's had to struggle for years and scratch and claw and fight your way to a position, 
no one's going to take it from you. If you're giving that ball, you're like, I ain't dropping this ball. Come take it from me. I'm mm-hmm. talking about Samoa Joe, yeah. AJ Styles, yes. Bobby Roode, Austin Aries. All those dudes. Maybe I'm missing a few. Yeah, yeah. All those Kevin guys. Owens. Kevin Owens. I was Kevin Owens. There too. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, those right. guys. Who's been the top of the company? Every one of them have been the top of their position or the best performers, whether they win titles. I don't know. But it's like, in the, you know, it's when you struggle for a while and you finally get an opportunity, you're like, well, guess what? I know what to do with this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And Joe is exactly doing that. I mean, I, I, yes. I'll speak. I'll speak for other performers, but <clears throat> I, I am not an advocate for them. When somebody tells you you're not good enough, oh, it pisses you off, doesn't oh, it? It lights a fire under your ass, yeah. and it makes you work incredibly hard. So all of those guys, at one time or another, were told, "Yeah, you're not good enough. You're not what we're looking." Every for. one of them were. Every yeah. single mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I know so specifically a couple things that I've been told to some of them. I'm not going to say it on air, mm-hmm. but some of the things they were told over the years, it. Oh boy, that yeah. could that could crush some people. And it's, it's been told to me too. Yeah. So what do I do? I do what they do. I work my ass off, and once I get an opportunity, I'm going to sink my claws and my teeth wherever else I got right into it, and I'm not letting go because my entire life has been to work in and function in this capacity. Yeah. You work to the top. You don't work to the middle. You don't work to the bottom. You work to the absolute top, no matter where you are. Yep. So these guys have been doing just that. So you take them from where they are and you insert them in and they were made for it because that's what motivation that got them there and that's why joe deserves to be where he's at Absolutely. yeah yeah he is the eater of worlds i totally believe it and i want more of it <laughs> i mean just looking at him and brock together it should happen it's the kind of match that no yeah. one ever thought would happen when they got in the ring last night you can forget about the name of the pay-per-view it didn't matter mm-hmm. to me that felt like wrestlemania in that moment when they got in the ring and they stared each other down well i'm sorry they didn't really because st- joe attacked but my point is <laughs> when yeah. it first began when jo- it felt like wrestlemania with those two because you have just two lethal weapons facing off to where if things go wrong they really could hurt each other and I, I yeah. think Lesnar wants yeah. to fight Joe again because Joe took him as far as he could possibly go, mm-hmm. literally to almost losing consciousness. His face at the end of that match, you can say whatever you want. He may have beat him, but he was that close to getting completely knocked out. That choke was in. This is a choke. There was no air going to him. Lesnar's amazing. He had a last-ditch a last ditch effort and all of his ability to pick that Big ass man up, yep. and he laid him down, and he got lucky. Lesnar's yeah. absolutely—he was played incredible. a gunslinger's fight in that moment, and he won. Mm-hmm. But that was that close. And you know what? And I bet because of that match, we might actually see Brock Lesnar a little bit more because now he knows where Joe is. He knows that Joe is spoiling for a fight, and Joe even brought up the point that you know he's barely around. So yeah. <laughs> I, I think he might have gotten him in his ego a little bit. Maybe they, uh, you know, add a couple of appearances onto that contract so we can get, <laughs> we can get some more. It's not just pay per view. It's you know, just, well, just get a, a little girl can dream. I, I don't <laughs> expect it at SummerSlam. I mean, tonight was starting to set up SummerSlam, right? I think Roman. My guess is that Roman wins next week. Oh, that's ridiculous. And it's Roman and Lesnar at SummerSlam, unless they go triple threat. But I'd be I'd be surprised if, if Joe and Lesnar was rematched at SummerSlam. But Roman should walk out and just grab Reigns right out of that ring disqualification and that's it that's it joe wins or i mean uh, yeah wait, even sorry, so. really quick hope I, I missed it who should walk out Strowman. <laughs> that's the thing Ra- braun and roman reigns have such good chemistry these are the co- they can 
just destroy each other all the way till WrestleMania next year, and then who knows? Maybe we have a new Brothers of Destruction. I don't know. It's but... it's such a classic <coughs> story. It's the yeah. unstoppable force and the immovable object. Yeah, it's a it's a tale as old as the business itself. So why shouldn't it just work? It just works. It's the chemistry of of how how the whole universe is shaped. And Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar is money. Now maybe mm-hmm. this will be revisited yes. if they decide to not do it for SummerSlam. But to me, it's People want to see it again. I and mean, do people want to see Roman Lesnar? I don't know. Maybe. Vince no. McMahon does. <laughs> I guess. But Lesnar money, man. Lesnar and, and Joe. Whew, man, when those two are in the ring at the same time, and you add Paul Heyman to the mix, that's three of the best in the world at what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Samoa Joe, you know, the whole Fatal Five Way thing, when that opportunity happened, you could tell he was just like, oh, y'all don't even know. <laughs> y'all don't even know. I didn't even think about him as the winner, and now I'm so glad. It's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. So glad. I want it Bray Wyatt to win because we've already established I'm biased. So no, no, no. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, now he's got his own going on. But Samoa Joe, he's he's just this <clears throat> beautiful thing that's just been, been, it's like this gift that's been given to us. Yeah. And I love everything that he has done this entire time. I love that he jumps out of the hammer space. I love the coquina clutch. I love that he's on the mic. I love that he he was like, oh, uh, I'm just, you know, joining you in your fantasy land when he was getting into the ring. It's like, everything is perfect. Mm -hmm. It really is. He's a total package. He really is. He is. And he's done everything, so he knows <clears throat> exactly how to handle every single situation. Yeah, like you said, it does feel like a gift because, like, it, having watched his career for so long, it's like you never think you're, we're going to see this. Right. We never thought we were going to see Joe. It was like too long had passed, right? He was in ROH forever. He was in TNA forever. Yeah. And some of those years were great, like the Kurt Angle feud, and some of them not so great, right? They had they give him some weird gimmicks and stuff, and he. I don't think he had fun with all that. And it went, it, but his, it lasted so long, it was like, we're never going to see him in WWE. We're never going to see right. him main eventing. He's never going to get that shot. And now here it is. And against Brock, and it's, that's, it's like you said, it's a gift and it's perfect. And that's where you have to give credit to Triple H and anyone else that was instrumental in bringing these guys over. Because every single one of them has been probably way more successful than a lot of people thought they would. Right. Look at Bobby Roode. He first off, the guy looks like he doesn't age. He's in ridiculous, in amazing shape, yeah. insane Damn. shape. Firsthand, yeah. it, the cameras don't do it justice. Mm. He's insane. He, he legit is the face of NXT right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at AJ Styles. My God, good <laughs> luck finding a better performer than him. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know, Aries, him and Neville, by far the best feud in two hundred five live so far. Mm-hmm. And then Samoa Joe, who's wow, just he could be Lesnar, and maybe he will. I don't know. I know. He's he's the wrestler we need and we deserve. Yeah. And then, of course, Kevin Owens just been knocking it out of the park for two years. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. A table for three Cornette pitched um, uh, Lesnar against Joe in a submissions match to main event WrestleMania, which I think is a fun idea. Wow. Was <laughs> that was before this match, was though. Was Cornette yelling <laughs> when he said it? Yes, of course. Of course. Red face. <laughs> he, was, he was cursing Vince Russo while he was saying it. Yes. But. I would imagine he would. Yes. As well as many. That was a things. table for three against Vince Russo. <laughs> yes, basically. Yes. I need to watch that. Oh, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Anyways, that's the end of the show. <laughs> we had a pretty good first night with this squad. Now, this is going to be the consistent squad going forward. Of course, we all lead very busy lives. We're not always going to be here every single week, but we're going to do our absolute best to keep it consistent. But that's a good thing about having friends. We have many friends who might jump in from time to time, and, you know, uh, that's always uh, fun times. So, yeah. Mark B. Donica, put yourself over. 
Uh, my name is Mark Budonica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Budonica. Make sure to watch all of our wrestling programming. We've got this on Monday, Tuesday Night SmackDown. Wednesday, we have our SmackDown After Show, as well as X-Pac 12360. And on Thursday, we have our Lucha Underground After Show. Make sure to check it out. Support all of our wrestling content. <coughs> because, you know what? It's pretty damn fun. Hobo's on the on the NXT show, too. Yeah, did you, like, purposely omit the NXT After Show? Oh, That's on first. Wednesdays. We do it live it right first. after the show. I said it first. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Maybe I blacked out a little. You did black out. <laughs> I got hit in the head a lot. IPAs. What? Stop drinking such delicious IPAs. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Delicious. Back to you, Johnny. Marquia. Uh, yes. <coughs> uh, well, obviously, you can catch me here on Mondays. Uh, you can catch me on our sister network, Popcorn Talk, on Tuesdays at 2.30. Uh, it is Marvel Movie News. This week, we will be talking Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Because that just happened. And, of course, the Inhumans trailer that uh, dropped uh, last week. So, yeah, we'll talk about that too and all other things Marvel related uh, and yeah you can get me on Twitter and Instagram at Markeia McCarty that's M-A-R-K-E-I-A M-C-C-A-R-T-Y and Snapchat is Darth Thinmans Darth is Invader Thinmint says in Girl Scout cookies <laughs> there we go Mark Warzeka all my social is at markwarzeka.com M-A-R-C-W-A-R-Z-E-C-H-A dot com that's how you spell my name and Next week, I'm going to go public. We have nothing to be ashamed of. Uh. I love you guys. Oh. Oh. We just, <laughs> but we're public right now. We yeah, just went public. It's, we're, the show's this not wasn't over. the this rehearsal show? The show's no, not over yet. That's oh. live. No. This is hot. This mic is hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I regret Mark, a lot of what I've said here today. Have you today. ever heard of Twitter? You could have done it there. <laughs> Hobo. Anyway, at True Hobo on the Twitter, I do the NXT after show. Did Great Balls of Fire last night. You should probably watch that. It was a lot of fun. So, Wednesday, NXT. Been covering it for the last four years. I think we'll do it again this week. I think we have a guest on this week as well. So tune in for that. If you want to buy one of my shirts, because I am a professional wrestler, you go to nxteam.spreadshirt.com. That's where you'll find my shirts. I am the hobo. There we go. I am at Jay Quasto Chicago. This weekend, I'm at the Comedy Bar July 14th to 16th. If you're in Chicago, I'd love to see you. It's such a great place for comedy. Also, big news, the album is done, and this Wednesday, mm. the pre-order link for iTunes will be dropping, and the nice. official release date is August 2nd. So you have three weeks to pre-order the album and help me become number one on the iTunes comedy charts. I'm counting on y'all. I've been doing this show for four years. You know I love you, so I need you to spend that money, because it's going to be a great album. You're going to enjoy it. So guys, thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz Bye. you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.